Welcome to Good People, Cool Things, the podcast featuring conversations with entrepreneurs, writers, musicians, and other creatives. I'm your host, Joey Held, and today's guest is Natlin Jones, founder of She Warrior. And Natlin is just an all around rock star. She started getting into boxing way back in the day with her husband, boxer Roy Jones Jr., and quickly realized the many benefits that boxing can bring to people. She channeled that focus into She Warrior, a brand creating sustainable active wear for the fighter and all of us. In this episode, we're chatting all about running a business, from getting started to social media to Natlin's worst moment as a business owner and how she bounced back from it and is stronger than ever before. We also wrap things up with a list of home workouts and songs to keep you motivated so you can do what I always tell you to do at the end of these episodes and get after it today. It's a lot of great stuff. Natlin's a delight. And this is the first podcast she's ever done. I couldn't tell. I think she's natural. So looking forward to many more podcast appearances as well. Honored that I am the first one that she's done. And guess what, y'all? Good People, Cool Things celebrating its year-long anniversary. How exciting is that? It's been a year since I started this podcast, meeting so many good people. There's lots more to come. Obviously, a lot more cool things on the horizon as well. And to celebrate, I'm doing a crazy sale over at the Good People Cool Things shop. You don't even have to enter a code. Everything's on sale. Just go to goodpeoplecoolthings.com shop, and you will score some sweet, sweet discounts on all that fun merch. And as always, if you'd like to get in touch with the show, at GPCT Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Love hearing from you. Love hearing what you have to say. For now, let's hop into the conversation with Natlin. Let's say someone doesn't know who you are. Give us your elevator pitch, but also what elevator are we riding on while you're giving the pitch? Okay. Um, for someone that doesn't know who I am, I'm Natlin Jones. And the elevator, ooh, if I had to choose an elevator... Let's just choose an elevator at the MGM in Vegas. Yeah, we'll just jump on one of those elevators. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Yeah. I think the elevator question throws people for a loop sometimes, but I think it's fun to see. Like one, I had one say it's, they weren't sure, but it was going down. And it's Ooh, like, that was kind of depressing. Going but... up, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think going up. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a more positive outlook on things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we definitely need that right now. So, yeah. What you're doing is certainly helping contribute to that with She Warrior. So, can you kind of talk about, first of all, what that is if people are unaware and what was the inspiration behind launching it? Okay. So, She Warrior is my activewear brand. And um, the inspiration behind launching She Warrior, it came from actually, it started from me being in the boxing gym. I've always been into fitness. Um, I helped my husband with his boxing career for some years. He retired. Uh, he kind of came in and started um, putting the gloves on me. We started hitting and doing some things and I love it. So that kind of sparked it. And then as I was working out, sparring, uh, training like a fighter, I thought, wow, wouldn't it be great to actually be able to wear a brand that represented um that women could actually like identify with that really spoke to the inner fighter, the inner warrior in us. So um, hence I kind of started brainstorming. I came up with the name She Warrior and then I embarked on the journey to make it reality. So. Awesome. Do you still remember the first time you put on boxing gloves? Can you, can you take us back to that moment? I remember the first time I put on boxing gloves. It was actually before my husband retired 
um, I was doing some combine training and things like that. Cause like I said, I've always been into fitness and, um, I was actually, someone was holding the mitts for me and he was like, that's crap. Like how you're, <laughs> and you need to stop doing that because you're learning everything wrong. And so I was like, okay, but it feels so good. And then, um, he helped me a little bit, but he was so busy. It just wasn't enough time. He's like, if you're going to learn it, you need to learn it the right way. So, you know, some time went by, um, I, you know, I did tennis, other things. And then, um, a local gym, like one of the franchises opened up in town and I was like, Oh, so excited. I joined with a friend and we went there and it was really, it was nothing about technique. It was all more about just, you know, cardio conditioning, which was cool. But I came home and I showed him, um, some of the stuff we were doing and he was like, uh, uh, no, that's um not gonna work and let me take you in the gym and we got to do better than that because you can't be my wife and be hitting the um bag like that so that's kind of how it started I actually remember that moment and I looked a little crazy at first I thought but you know he was very encouraging and after you know like a few weeks I kind of started catching on to things um just as fast or quicker than some of the fighters in there so then um he became highly impressed with my uh skill set <laughs> that's awesome and i think that's that's a good kind of point too like boxing i think for a lot of people is kind of an intimidating activity and that it's like oh you know i need equipment do i have the right gloves uh, do i need a full like you know a full punching bag and a speed bag and things like that but it's such a good workout. Like I've, I've probably, I can probably count on my, on one hand, how many times I've done a boxing workout. But every time I was like, that kicked my butt, right? And I feel great afterwards. So for someone that maybe is a little intimidated, a little scared to try boxing, can you kind of talk to not just the physical, but also the mental benefits of doing a boxing workout? Oh yeah, sure. Um, I think personally, like you should never be afraid to try anything, and boxing should definitely not be one of those things. I mean, you know, even if you mess up, there's really no right or wrong. It's like, I try to be in the mindset that, you know, everybody's on this journey to improve themselves, whatever you need to do to make yourself feel better, um, just to make it through the day, then you do it. So, you know, you put on a pair of gloves, you beat the bag, um, even just, you don't necessarily even have to have gloves because you can just go through punch drills, you know, you can jab, you can throw your right hand, you can hook, um, you can do lateral movement. Um, you can, you know, boxers do jump rope, push-ups, you know, all that core stuff. So boxing is really great. Um, even if you don't have all of the equipment, like a boxing ring or um, a speed bag, heavy bag, because you still can do um, the movements and the techniques and it engages your entire body, you know, um, hand, foot eye coordination, your core, um, everything's engaged. So I think that's why when you probably did it, it's like, it's no other, to me, I've done a lot of different workouts and there has never been one that completely engaged almost every single muscle group like boxing has. And then it's the mental thing because it's like just to punch or hit something, it's like a stress reliever. So I've always wanted to be like a yogi person, you know, the Zen, namaste, all is well. I mean, I love that. And I do a little bit of it, but I don't think it's technically probably my personality. So it seems like the boxing gym has turned into my Zen. When I get in there, um, it doesn't matter what happened an hour ago. It doesn't matter what's going to happen tomorrow. It's like, I really focus on in that moment. Like I'm, I'm in that moment and I feel so good and I feel empowered 
And when I'm done, I feel more relaxed. It's like, uh, it's like, ah, namaste with the, with the fist. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great tagline. I like yeah. That. Namaste with the fist. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like boxing, the times I've done it, I always learn a new muscle yeah. that I didn't know I have. I'm just like, why is this sore? Like, the, I didn't even know there's anything like, it's like kind of the glute, but it's like not really. And it's, it's just so good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Also going on. So going from boxing more so to the business side of things, mm-hmm. when you made that transition to She Warrior, what has surprised you about running a business? Let's see. Let me think. What has surprised me about running a business? I actually, um, I've had several businesses in the past. I've um, ran a personal training studio. Um, I did some things in finance. I actually helped my husband with our boxing promotions company. So I kind of was versed in what it is to have a business. So nothing probably really shocked me. I think the most surprising thing or the thing that I've had to learn to navigate um, with the most is social media and marketing. So you know how you think, well, social media, the internet kind of levels the playing field a little bit for smaller brands to be able to have a platform and a voice, but it's still hard to find your audience and to find your niche and um, that's probably been a little more difficult than I initially imagined. Yeah, I think it's, I, I know some people will see a brand that has like, you know, 20 million followers and they're, they're like, whoa, that's so cool. And I'm like, show me the brand with like 20,000 followers, but they're all super passionate and engaged yes. with them. I'll take that any day. Like building that following, you're right, it's so difficult. But when you have it, it's, it's way more powerful than just like a large number. That- yeah, it's priceless. <laughs> I I never had a personal presence on social media because uh, I can see how like people are so mean sometimes and negative and the energy can just be bad. It can be used for good or evil. So I always thought, you know, I don't want to put myself out there to be bombarded with criticism and I don't want to try to live up to some, (laughs) some image, you know? So I'm like, I'm, I'm a pretty normal person, I think. And um, I'm genuine, authentic, and I just live my life. So it was new for me, um, navigating the Facebooks and the Instagrams. And then you have, you know, the TikToks and the Snapchats. And I mean, the list goes on and on. But I'm learning. I'm kind of learning on the job. Yeah. And it, it is definitely an ongoing learning process, partially just because they'll always change the algorithm and they'll change What's to, like Instagram every new week, they're trying to keep up with TikTok and every other social platform. So they introduce reels. Now reels are the thing that yeah. if you're not posting those, you're getting bumped down. You're getting bumped. And it's just like, it's, it's a constant struggle. It's constant and it's hard to keep up with. And um, it's a lot, but you need it. And like you said, if you can make it work and you can find the formula, it's priceless. But <laughs> so SheWire offers. Uh, a lot of different um, different pieces, and and uh, you've partnered uh, with a company whose name I'm blanking on on the boxing gloves side of things. Rival, yes. Rival, yes. I was like, I, I knew it was an R. <laughs> yeah. And so, if if like thinking of of all the things you offer, is there 
like a favorite outfit that you have if you're coordinating from head to toe what would be like your your power outfit yeah <laughs> i have a couple but if i want to go bold i really love our leopard ombre print um it's 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 bold and it's kind of like this gold yellow thing and our logos kind of embedded inside of the leopard print the sports bra and the legging it's pretty dope so that's that's one of definitely one of my favorites and then we have a compression that's all black. I love all black too. It's um, black with the matching sports bra. It's pretty badass. So I like that one too. And it has that tummy control thing, high waist, you know, it's just comfy, but it's still, you know, you look good when you have it on. So that is always a, a tough combo to pull off is comfy and looking good. And yes, it's definitely I, yeah. a thing to do. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Maybe, and this doesn't have to be with SheWare, but you're uh, having been involved with so many businesses. I always think this is a fun thing to ask too, even though it's not fun in the moment. But what's what your worst moment as a business owner? I'll, one of my worst moments, probably in my SheWarrior journey as a business owner, was bringing on the wrong digital marketing firm. <laughs> So that was a big learning experience because I wasn't well versed in the algorithm and all these things. So the company, it was small, but they threw out a lot of words and a lot of things, um, community building. Uh, and it was just a lot of time and money wasted, to be honest. I They didn't have anything ever to show for it. And then, I, you know, I stuck with it for probably four or five months. But when I saw it wasn't going anywhere, I probably should have let it go a little bit sooner. But I'm the person that goes, well, I don't want to be wrong. You know, I want to make sure I'm making the right decision. They seem so nice, you know, but when I, you know, cut the cord a little bit in a nice way, it completely went, um, they weren't nice. They were um, weren't nice to me at all because I didn't want to do it uh, anymore. So that probably, it was a learning experience, but um, that was probably the worst thing that has happened thus far. But I learned from it, so it's not really an ill, it's a lesson, so. Yeah, I think that's, and, and I don't think four to five months is, is too long for that, too, because it is, it really any kind of campaign or partnership, I think it does take time. I mean, I have yeah. a marketing background, and there's times where, We'll be like a week into working with someone and they're like, why aren't we like front page of the New York Times right now? And I'm like, because uh, you yeah. literally like just launched a month ago. Like it's it does take time. Yeah. yeah. Along those same lines, too. Like that's a, a good point of their results weren't really showing anything. Like even if it's like, hey, we don't have that New York Times hit, but we've gotten into, you know, some trade magazines or we've had some people uh, posting about us on social, like you can still point to that. And I think it's, at least in some elements, it's easy to spin like, hey, we haven't actually done anything, but like, here's something that sounds impressive. And I think learning like the difference between is this actually something impressive or are they just doing that to kind of like save their own butts? Um, I think that's a, a important thing to learn and you really don't learn it until you kind of go through something absolutely. like that. You're absolutely right. Yes. And that's exactly what happened. And then they kind of blame the failure on 
myself and the some of the team that I had working with me. And I'm like, wait, that's deflection. You know, not saying, you know, we didn't make some mistakes, but you're completely off base. And so, yeah, yeah, it was sad. I was like, oh, why are they so mean? I don't understand what happened, you know, but whatever, you know, I move on. <laughs> they kick rocks. So done. <laughs> Kick rocks is such a good insult. I love it. <laughs> the uh, so you kind of did get a taste of social media with that I, that meanness there. You got a little bit. <laughs> I got I got I got a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I got a little bit, but you know, I'm I think I'm smarter and wiser for it, and I'm still trying to figure some things out. And you know, going through life, you're gonna make some mistakes, but you learn from them. And I've learned a lot, so that's a good thing. That's always good. Yeah. It's bad if you're uh, if you're going down wrong paths routinely and being like, this time it'll work. But yeah, learning. Yeah. Uh, doing the same thing, expecting um, a result. Yeah. 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 I think that's the definition of insanity, in fact. So yeah. <laughs> I think you could be right. Yeah. <laughs> and one other thing I wanted to touch on was I you're very big on sustainability and wanting to uh, use products that are uh, either recyclable or, or sustainably sourced. Can you kind of talk about why that is important to you? And obviously, it's a thing a lot of companies want to be doing. How are you making that happen? I'm big. Well, I was when I started this whole mission to make the activewear brand. I my goal was to be sustainable and made in the USA. So um, after some research, I was able to do those things, and sustainability was important to me because of the, um, you know, the, the footprint that we have on the environment. So when I did some research, I was kind of shocked to find out, because you don't think about clothing, um, how many end up in a landfill and the waste and the byproducts to actually make the clothing. So I'm like, wow, this is insane. So I thought if I could contribute in a more positive way, that would be great. So, um, I was able to find a company that had the materials where um, they use recycled materials um, like plastic bottles and waterless dyes. And um, I thought, wow, this is great. It's more of a positive impact. I think, you know, some of us care about the environment and would care about the brand and the backstory and would feel good about purchasing um, products from a company that was you know, aware of that and trying to be positive and make a positive impact. So it's a small thing, but I think, you know, all the small things add up and um, the environment, it's, I think if we take care of it, it'll take care of us. And it's, you know, for generations to come. So we have to definitely make some changes on all ends if we want to keep moving in a positive direction, I think, as far as health and just everything. So yeah, <laughs> sustainability was um, important for me. I know sometimes it can be a little bit hard because things are more pricey. Um, sometimes you're more limited with your silhouettes and things. So I hope, you know, even as our company grows, I hope to be able to stick to the game plan of sustainability as much as possible and still be able to offer um, a versatile collection. So Absolutely. And I think a lot more consumers are learning the value of having that. And you mentioned the the price differential. I think most people are are willing to pay uh, pay that difference knowing that, hey, we're not harming the earth. And uh, if you're, 
you know, one of, I, I hope the majority of people that are looking at like climate change and things that are uh, impacting the earth negatively and are like, wait a minute, can I do something to perhaps slow that down in even just the tiniest bit? I think most people are willing to do that. Um, and I, I, it's good to see companies like yours really Thanks. making that a, a big point uh, of, of the business as a whole. Thank you. Yeah, I think so, too. I think um, a lot of people are willing to pay for that. And um, I think it's important. So hopefully, um, as time goes on, you know, more and more brands get on board. So I think, you know, together, we can um, have a like a huge impact eventually. I know everything takes time. But, um, you know, it's like baby steps. So mm -hmm. my part, and I'm trying to do it. <laughs> <laughs> And we applaud you for it. Um, and and perhaps this is a, a negative segue, but <laughs> I obviously 2020, a year like none other, these troubled times, perhaps you've heard about them. Oh. Um, but we <laughs> obviously doing business in a pandemic is a little different. Um, but I think your business is set up nicely that, I mean, people can do boxing workouts from home. I have probably worn uh, athletic wear more in the last year than I, I have because it is it is comfortable just to be lounging around. And even if I'm not doing a workout that day, it's nice to have, uh, have, have things that you can wear uh, around the house. So has the pandemic kind of shifted your business strategy or business operations? Or has it kind of just been uh, business as usual? Since the pandemic, it's been business as usual as far as our model goes but it did somewhat um shift my boat in a different direction well i guess it, it stalled us out for a little while because our manufacturer had to shut down um in new york and uh that lasted for maybe five months and then um when the protesting and some things happened there were some fires and some different things so then they had to shut down for another three four weeks so I definitely was thrown behind with um, making my new collections and being able to fulfill orders on some things. So it threw me a curveball, but um, we bounced back and we recovered, but um, it changed some things. But you're right in that since it's activewear, athleisure, more now than ever since we're more home and we're doing zoom and it's like the, the waste up type of stuff that, um, that I think people are in it more and being home. I think people focus more on their, well, you have time in a way it's hard, like your mental and your physical wellness. So you're able to take the exercise class when you're looking at you know the videos whether you know the fitness influencer or whatever I think people are able to try more things um, at home because they're not able to go into their gym so I think in that way it was it wasn't like completely detrimental for us but it definitely did slow things down I said these troubled times but I, I just as much I've heard you know pivoting and resiliency and the the face of all of this but I I think, I mean, those are overused terms, but I think they they still hold true, is that the brands that were resilient in the face of this and, and you know, maybe made some changes um, either in their mindset or operationally just to kind of keep up with everything, I think those are the ones you still see yes. um, thriving and doing well. 
Uh, and so yeah, hopefully 2021's uh, a little easier on all of us, but yeah, it, we're- we've we've at least got this under our belt yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I have my fingers crossed. <laughs> Me too. We all we all do. Like, hey, you know, let's, you know, I'm so done with 2020, but I was one of the people that was kind of afraid to say, I'm so excited for 2021. I can't wait because I knew just waking up like 365 days, it wasn't going to make a difference on what was happening. So I'm like, what if 2021 is even worse? So I was one of the people that's like, oh my goodness, 2020 is my year. It's the year of clarity oh, this is, I'm going to kill it this year. And so I'm like, how about you just be quiet and (laughs) see how things play out. And that's kind of the the seat I'm taking right now. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just going to stand in the corner. I'll, I'll observe everything. We'll, we'll take it from there. Yes. Yes, for sure. (laughs) All right. Well, you're almost off the hook, but we always like to wrap up with the top three. And uh, even though we're recording this at night and it's, you know, maybe close to bedtime. Yeah. But so we can start tomorrow okay. with a nice workout. What are your top three workout tips to bring out your inner warrior? Okay. Top three workout tips to bring out your inner warrior. I'm going to give you, these are like things you can do at home and they don't require much, but it's like the most bang for your buck. So it's like engaging your muscle groups and it gets your heart rate up. So one would be burpees that's one and my next would be planks those are great um because it engages the core and i firmly believe in like scientifically the core if you don't have a strong core everything else will eventually fall apart so that's why i love a plank and from there i would say if you don't have a jump rope you should get one if you can jump rope i mean it's a great like five, 10 minutes of jump rope. I mean, you're wore out. So you can like do that little, oh, push-ups are great too. It's so many that I don't even know if I can do just like three. And, um, <laughs> it, <laughs> but you can do, and you can do dips. It's all kinds of stuff you could do at home, but probably the most for your book, I would still say is the burpee because it's so many ways and modifications to do a burpee. And most people hate them, but it's like um, a love-hate relationship. So if you can like grind it out, it's well worth it. Yeah. Yeah. You said burpee and I died a little bit <gasps> inside, but I know how effective they are. <laughs> right? They're so effective. And you can even throw some punches in there. You know, like when you get up, you can like throw a one-two, jump back down, get up, one-two. I mean, you can do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you can even combine the three of of burpee, push up, and a plank. Like yeah. you can, you can make those all. Yeah, you can count them all as Are one. Yeah. Try it tomorrow. <laughs> well, tomorrow's supposed to be a rest day for me, but yeah, why not? I'll do I'll do a five minutes of, of uh, burpee plank push ups and then hate myself for it, but it'll be great. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, I think you'll like it though. And and it's like one thing I tell people is like don't things are are hard, but take it slow. At first, especially if it's new, it's like, you know, maybe you can do 10, 20 minutes of jump rope, you know, just try to do two or three, you know, maybe you can only, maybe you can't knock out 50 burpees, but maybe you can do 10 and it's like slowly build and be kind to yourself because we all have to start somewhere and life happens. So sometimes you're going to miss a day. Sometimes, you know, you're going to have a bad day. It's, it's just life. So 
you don't let that completely sidetrack you. You get back on the horse and you ride again. Exactly. I like that. I like that analogy. <laughs> back on the horse. And you might you might enjoy this. I did a workout. I mean, this was two or three years ago, but it, I still remember it. Of uh, the the end of the workout was a, a sprinting in place, and then she put on the song "Thunder" by Imagine Dragons. Yes, which is already like an overplayed song and a song I'm like I'm sick of this song, but I especially hate it now because she the instructor said anytime they say the word thunder you do a burpee <gasps> and. I'm like, I can't even keep up with that. They say it so much in the song. But it was a, a very sadistic That's workout, but I liked it. That's training right there. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, oh, this song needs to, <laughs> let's just turn it off for the rest yeah, of the day. That's, I think, yeah, music's important. So, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that song. But it's definitely some songs that can motivate me to get through something like that. And it's other ones that are like, what? the hell is going on right <laughs> would you want to do a bonus a bonus top three of your top three workout songs yes i can do that okay <laughs> so let's see the a bonus top three um i love rihanna work 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 <laughs> one of my all-time favorites i'm gonna throw my husband's in like, can't be touched can't be stopped we hot it's like that's like one of the best ever game day type crap you know um then I would say my third one, like anything Missy Elliott or Sierra, like high intensity type stuff. And I can be, but I like country. I like gangster rap. I like all kinds of stuff. So it just depends on what kind of mood I'm in. But those type of high energy type of songs, I can like sprint it out. You know, whatever I got to do, I can get it done. If my mental's not all the way in it, they kind of help push me through. Yeah. Yeah, Sierra's a nice uh, underrated pick. I feel like she doesn't get as much love as as some of the others, but like... She doesn't, but her stuff's fire. Yeah, like when it comes on, I'm like, all right, yeah. I can work to this, yeah. And I should, I mean, I should, you know, I'm gonna, my girl Beyonce, like she gets me, like I can't leave her out. So yeah, yeah, but Sierra, like she has some really dope music and she's definitely underrated, but she should be on everyone's workout playlist for sure. Absolutely. Retweet, retweet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Natlin, if people want to learn more about you or She Warrior, where can they find you online? They can find us online at IamSheWarrior.com. So find us there. And we're also on Instagram and Facebook. For Instagram, it's I.am.SheWarrior. And um, for Facebook, it's um, the same thing. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, Natlin, thank you so much for hopping on the podcast. Hopefully, this is your first podcast. Hopefully, it wasn't too painful. No, it wasn't. You made it so easy. And I was like, I had anxiety all day about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad I could, I could ease the anxiety a little bit. And of course, we'll end with a corny joke, okay. as we always do. I tried to even make it a little fitness, uh, fitness themed here. Okay. What do you call a pig that does karate? I don't know. What do you call a pig that does karate? A pork chop. Get after it today, people. I get it. Okay. That's bad. Okay. <laughs> you can say it's bad. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, but it makes sense. Yeah. That's, it's not that bad, though, Joey.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 